You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. If you've been listening to Kindling Conversation for some time, you're probably well aware of the struggles I have with my daughter and eating. When people talk about fussy eaters, they just don't know what I'm dealing with. I'm pretty sure anyway. I've spoken to lots of experts about how to get her to eat something other than pasta and nothing really seems to work. But now there is another option. There's a new book and it's about encouraging children to explore different kinds of foods. And it's not an option I've tried, but I think I might be trying it very soon. It's by Eve Stenning. He's a screenwriter, director, and author of A Fearsome Beast and a Dumpling Feast. It's the first book in the Dinner Detective series, and he joins us in the studio. Hi, Eve. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for having me. Now, um, I have a bit of an idea what inspired you to write this book, but tell me about it. Did you have fussy eaters when they uh, <laughs> I did indeed. Uh, I had a very fussy uh, daughter. <laughs> well, she's um, she was a fussy eater, I should say. Uh, and uh, I... It, it, she wasn't. Uh, it wasn't initially apparent that she was fussy. In fact, when she was, when she was, you know, first eating solids, she was a really good eater and ate a lot of um, variety, especially vegetables. But it was when she got to the age of two or three that she really started rejecting a lot of food, and it was <laughs> infuriating because, as you know, having to make a meal that you like and having to make a separate meal for your child is really boring after well, a while. <laughs> now all we have to do, if we want if we want Darcy to eat something, we just cook a meal for us and put on a bowl of pasta. That's right. about the only thing that we know she'll eat for sure. Right. Well, one of the characters in the book, there are two lead characters, siblings, Axel and Clementine. Clementine loves food, loves to cook all types of food. She loves spicy things. Her little brother Axel eats only white things. Yeah, he's 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 like the quint. That is my child. <laughs> right. And so right. your daughter was like that. Did she? I know, sort of flipping the characters in the book. Was she, but she is she the one that's the fussy? Was the fussy eater? Yes, she is the fussy eater. So I have two children, a boy and a girl. My boy eats everything and loves to experiment, loves to choose new things. It was his birthday last night. He said, "I want to go to the new Greek restaurant around the corner <laughs> because I've never tried Greek food." <laughs> you know, he's, oh wow, he's a dream. Uh, but my daughter, very, very fussy. She, you know, oh my goodness. I mean, everything, she'll eat everything white on the plate. She she doesn't, she doesn't stick to that rule. There are certain things she'll eat, but it's very limited range of cuisine that she's interested in. Nothing spicy. It's, it's just so boring. And are you yourself uh, a very, I mean, all of us love eating, right? But, I mean, yes. you like cooking as well. I, I mean, do. is that an added level of frustration? Well, I do. I, I love to cook and I, and I always like to have, you know, a range of vegetables or vegetable dishes included in the meal and all that sort of thing. Uh, and I, I get so terribly bored by, you know, most families have a list of the meals that they cook and... You know, when you're doing that... Every week. Every in, week, <laughs> yes. yeah. You know, yeah. Oh, Tuesday. Only so much lasagna be, you yeah, can have. Exactly. Exactly right. So um, I I do get bored quickly, so I like to cook different things, and I spend a lot of time doing it. Uh, and <laughs> I, I find it very frustrating if it just gets rejected. No, I don't like that. 
And then uh, where do you go? Uh, well, exactly. And like you, then it's, you know, usually falling back to, well, I've got some soup in the freezer or I can cook you a pasta. But then you're cooking another meal. You know, it's just so boring. Well, <laughs> now, this book, A Fearsome Beast and a Dumpling Feast, mm. uh, a detective story. So there's a lot going on apart from exploring new foods. Mm. Has your daughter read it? She has. And, and, and do you think that's going to make an impact? Well, I think it already has. Uh, so in the book, you know, they, it, it's called a, um, a, a Fearsome Beast and a Dumpling Feast because they go to Chinatown to see their cousins for Chinese New Year and they're going back to their house for a banquet. And on the way, they bump into their cousin. Their cousin introduces them to this uh, myth, this story of this fierce beast, the Nian, that uh, was a, a fierce child-eating beast that prowled villages, <laughs> you know, every New Year and was scared away by a little girl. Uh, and then go back to their home and part of the feast, uh, their aunt says, well, now we must eat dumplings. Why do we have to eat dumplings? Uh, and her cousin, Ying, knows the story. It's in that, in that journey, they then journey back to another uh, part of, you know, ancient China and, and, and discover how dumplings came into being. Now, in that discovery, um, my daughter loved that journey. She loved making dumplings with me. So that, that connection with that story, where that came from and the fun of that story... And then actually cooking the dumplings herself. Because you have a recipe in the book, yeah, don't yeah, you? Yeah. Where, yeah, exactly. I've got a recipe in the book and coming up with the recipe, they do have Chinese cousins, my kids. So Ying was actually inspired by their cousin also. But it's in the making of the dish and discovering that you can put anything you like in a dumpling. Kind of. Yeah. You know, you can, you can have tofu, you can have chicken, you can have pork, you can have, you can have combinations of just about anything you want. And in, in the making of it, seeing what was in it and then cooking it ourselves, she's gone from never wanting to touch a dumpling, even though they are white on the outside, but she'd always, she would eat the outside oh, and, and, and peel, peel the outside away and get rid of the, you know, the, the stuffing. Now she's eating the whole dumpling and now she's having it with soy sauce. She would eat it without oh, wow. any sauce. Oh, that's I mean, exciting! Yeah, it is. Isn't now it? you can go to Yumcha. That's right, and that's... she's <laughs> and she's just starting to spread her horizon a little bit. There's still a lot of food that she doesn't want to touch. She still asks, you know, is that spicy? And, you know, Hence can... the reason why this is the first in a series, yes, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is Eve getting his daughter to eat other foods and can also help your children with the same problem. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I am speaking with Eve Stenning, who's an author, screenwriter and director. He has a children's book, a new children's book called A Fearsome Beast and a Dumpling Feast. We were just talking about how it's inspired by his own daughter, who has a penchant for white white foods like my own. Um, so, like you mentioned, then there's a whole history sort of part of this tale mm. about um, how dumplings came to be. Um, did you learn all that through your nieces and nephews? Like, how did you get all that info? Well, I've written a lot of the stories already, uh, and I've. I've researched by going online, reading books, speaking to people, um, particularly uh, people from those cultures. So very handy in this 
case, this yes. particular book, to have Chinese cousins uh, and their mother is from Beijing. You know, she's from mainland China. And she taught me how to make dumplings. You know? Oh, brilliant. I know. And, and the recipe was her mother's recipe, you know. Oh, uh, that's great. It was fabulous. So we even rolled the um, wrappers, made them just with flour and water. Um, yeah, uh, it, it it's great doing research on those three levels, you know, actually getting it from the source, from people who make these these foods every day and 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 discovering the stories through you know, a range of sources. My first stop is online, of course, you know, just Google things and then go and, you know, look for books that have researched those histories, etc. And And, of course, when we're talking about food, you know, some of these dishes are thousands of years old mm, <laughs> and, yes. and so some of the journeys are quite like many stories in history you know i'm sure there's quite a lot of contention that surrounds <laughs> them, but, but they're fabulous stories as well you know they're really interesting stories if you track back through uh, you know the the origins of a dish yeah well um it's it is fascinating and uh, i have to ask are you able to tell me the other food groups you're going into sure, or well, types of cuisines? I was hoping there'd be one just on veggies, but putting that aside. Well, uh, I haven't done one just on veggies because the, the, the track we're following at the moment is uh, foods that we eat every day. In a in in a, in the kind of multicultural world that is Australia these days, I mean, even in country towns, you can there's always a Chinese restaurant, usually in the Bolo or the RSL, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, we're following that theme. The next one I can tell you about is called A Tangled Tale of Tagliatelle. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, and that's the um, origins of pasta. Uh, the one to follow that is uh, the legend lurking in your lunchbox. Oh, mm. well, so, uh, you might guess what that's about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe. Well, um, it's a really great series. I'm a bit excited to try it out on Darcy myself. Eve, thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so much. That's Eve Stenning. He's the author of A Fearsome Beast and a Dumpling Feast. We and a dumpling feast. We also have one book to give away. So give us a call now on one eight hundred five four three. Double seven two. First in best dressed, we'll give it to the first caller. The number again is one eight hundred five four three double seven two. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.